Hey everybody, welcome back to the Anime Summit Podcast. It's your favorite host of the most, Sam. The Bomb. And of course, uh, it is uh, April 3rd, 2022. Yeah, no, no. I will not be repeating or doing any April Fool shenanigans. I... It was really hard to gather news just now because I, like, had to be careful, like, oh, is this... You know? But nowadays, it seems like, like... It's pretty easy to tell, and people, you know, some, you know, video game and movie and other nerdy kind of uh, news places are doing, like, obvious, like, oh, this is obviously a joke, like, this is not real. Um, you know, so that was kind of easy, you know, just in case. But yeah, no, I, I, <laughs> we, I hope you guys enjoyed our, our latest uh, episode and latest EX episode. I accidentally set it for Saturday morning instead of, like, it was supposed to come out with the new episode, and it, I said it for the next day, and I was like, hey, everybody, on the announcements on Discord, I was like, hey, enjoy the new episode and the EX episode as well, yay, and nobody said anything, right? Like, they just thought, oh, I like, I think people thought that I was, like, f- I was joking, and later that night, Danny messages me and goes, what happened to the EX episode? And I was like, what? It should be out there, and it's like, no, it's not. I went and checked. It was for the next day. I went back in the announcements, and I was like, f- I swear to you guys, this was not, I was not joking. There was actually an EX episode hit publish on it should be ever felt so dumb yeah no april fools is kind of like i don't know it's kind of funny but like i really hate i'm really gullible i can be really gullible sometimes so like there have been times where i've straight up fallen for like video game announcements or movie announcements or something like that and i've just been like oh and then later people were like yes i'm checked the date and i was like fuck assholes I did see one today that was really funny by Game Informer, which they call Game Infarcer, so that's how you can tell that, you know, it's a joke. But it was like, now announce, or Valve announces Steam Deck Plus, and it's just a laptop. It was hilarious. Um, yeah, dude, there's actually not a lot of news because of the fact. There's not a lot of uh, anime news either, just because it's going into, you know, spring season has started, and we're gearing up to do our winter review. And so there's not a lot of... Uh, not a lot of pertinent anime news, just same kind of same stuff as always. Um, but that being said, let's just jump into it. Booyah. Um, first of all, I want to say, dedicate this to Estelle Harris, Mrs. Costanza on Seinfeld. She passed away. She was 93. And she was also Mrs. Potato Head on Toy Story, by the way. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, they don't really say why. I don't think any of that really matters. But, she, you know, she was 93 years old and... Um, yeah, dude, very cool. Very cool actress. I mean, she did a bunch of guest spots, too. Like, she was in a bunch of different kinds of things, um, afterwards, you know, so, um, but yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, Breath of the Wild 2 got delayed, um, at the Game Developers Conference. They announced that Breath of the Wild 2 was delayed until, I think, 2023, I think they said, which sucks. (laughs) That's... That ab- absolutely sucks. Um, there was some movie talk at the at the Game Developers Conference as well about Sonic 2 that was spoiler-free. Fortnite announcing the zero build mode, uh, which is just Fortnite without the building aspect. Um, yeah, I don't know. Everybody's kind of uh, tuned in and Elden Ring on Kirby right now, so that's another reason why there's not a lot of video game news. Um, Jeff Keighley's Summer Game Fest will continue this year. Um Summer Game Fest is, wait, where's the date? Oh, maybe he didn't say a date yet. I thought he said a date. 
Um, but they'll return oh, this June with a slate of events, um, kickoff live show with announcements, first looks, and much more to share in the coming weeks. So yeah, for those of you who want to do Summer Game Fest in June 2022, um, speaking of that, E3 has been completely canceled, digital included. Um, so that's, I mean, uh, they said we previously announced that E3 would not be held in person in 2022 due to the uh COVID nineteen. Today we announced that there will also be no digital E three. So just canceled altogether. Um yeah, that's unfortunate. Uh uh speaking of big events though, um I don't know if I talked about this. And if I did and I'm repeating myself, I'm sorry. Um but uh yeah. They uh the Evo is happening in twenty twenty two in Las Vegas, August fifth through seventh. Um, as always, and um, Mandalay Bay. Okay, there's also going to be an Artist Alley, free play arcade, casual setups, that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, that that being said, uh, here is the official tournament list for Evo 2022. I'm sure it will surprise nobody, um, except for a few, I think. But uh, Street Fighter V Champion Edition, Guilty Gear Strive, Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate. Tekken 7, King of Fighters 15, uh, Melty Blood, the the latest Melty Blood, the type Lumina, the, um, Dragon Ball Fighters, Grand Blue Fantasy Versus, and Skullgirl's second Encore, which is super dope, right? Because they used to do like side events, you know, um, side tourneys, um, and Skullgirls would always be in the side tourney. Um, but no, this time it's actually on the main the main uh, line of games, which is really cool. I'm very excited to see what competitive Grand Blue Fantasy Versus looks like. Very excited to see um, more high high level Skullgirls gameplay, which I feel like I haven't seen lately. Um, and very excited to see how Melty Blood type Lumina plays and Guilty Gear Strive plays in a competitive setting like this. Super cool. A lot of people were surprised at the absence of Smash Brothers. And like I think what what I had read was that that was at Nintendo's that was at Nintendo's uh, advisory. I guess they didn't want to have Smash Brothers at Evo, and so it was out of Evo's control. You know, obviously with the recent like the news in the past couple of years of what happened with the people at Evo and some of the staff at Evo. You know, maybe Nintendo just felt, nah, we don't really want to be a part of that. You know, so. Uh, fortunately, uh, at least in my opinion, Evo is kind of like a community and not just an organization. So, I mean, I think if you replace the people, the, the shitty people with the right people and they can continue on what is supposed to be a community event, uh, you know, albeit as big as it is, I think, uh, it's okay. You know what I mean? Um, but I mean, again, that's up to the discretion of every player and, uh, you know, game developer out there. Uh, Hyperlight Breaker uh, enters early access in 2023. Heart Machine, the dev studio behind Hyperlight Drifter and Solar Ash, revealed its next project as Hyperlight Breaker, which is a 3D, um, a 3D platformer, uh, which I believe is supposed to be a sequel to Hyperlight Drifter. In the new land, enter the Overgrowth, a new land in the world of Hyperlight. Play alone or with friends to explore massive biomes, defeat brutal monsters, create new builds, 
survive the mysterious crowns and overthrow the almighty abyss king in this adventure from the creators of Hyperlight Drifter. So yeah, I don't know if it's like it takes place in the world, you know, who knows if it's like a direct sequel or if it takes place in the future, you know, the future from Hyperlight Drifter. If you've never played Hyperlight Drifter, highly suggest it. It's one of those like if you like um you know, Zelda, you know, top-down Zelda or or, you know, any of those kind of games. What is that one? God damn it, dude. I have it on my Steam. Hold on. That one... Titan Souls. Like, Titan Souls. It's actually more like Titan Souls than anything. Where it's little dialogue. You know, you play one character. And you kind of go through the different worlds and stuff like that. Um, Not as not as direct as Titan Souls. You know, as linear. But super sick. Hyperlight Drifter is a great game. Uh, you should play it. But yeah, Hyperlight Breaker has this cool animated... Um, animated sequence for the trailer and i'm like damn who animated this man they shouldn't make they should be making tv shows like holy shit um obi-wan kenobi premiere gets small delay uh it's slated to premiere on may 25th but uh, it got pushed back till friday may 27th and nobody knows why but uh you'll get the first two episodes in one day instead of just the first episode uh, March game updates for uh, the Super Nintendo and Nintendo on, on Switch Online. We're going to get Earthworm Jim on the SNES and Dig Dug 2 on SNES. Mappy Land on NES. And, uh, yeah, I don't know what Mappy Land is. Dig Dug 2, I I never played Dig Dug 2. I always assumed it was just, like, regular Dig Dug. So I don't know if... I think it's different, though, right? Like, there's, like, an overworld thing. I don't remember. Earthworm Jim, however... As much as I think the creator of Earthworm Jim is a jackass, um, Earthworm Jim games are classic. They're super fun. They're super difficult platformers. Um, you know the controls are a little, a little tough. You know what I mean. So like that's kind of what makes it harder. But even just on top of that, they're um, they're just hard games. You know, which is really cool. As well as a trio of Sega Genesis titles, which I think we mentioned already uh, last week. But uh, yeah, we did. Okay. Anyway, uh, Vampire the Masquerade Blood Hunt exits early access on April 27th. Yeah, I don't know what this is. I just saw it today. I was like, whoa, okay, this uh, looks kind of cool. What is this? The game first entered Steam early access last September. And 1.0 launches means launch means Blood Hunt is also coming to PlayStation 5. Third-person shooter unfolds in Prague and pits players in the roles of vampires against each other. You can play alone or squad up with friends to take on opposing players as well as AI-controlled adversaries. Um, Your supernatural abilities are determined by whichever of the six vampire clans you align yourself with. Oh, okay, cool. So is this free? Blood Hunt supports crossplay between PS5 and PC. The PS5 version boasts features such as Tempest 3D audio, adaptive trigger feedback, smaller perks. Although the game is free... You can pre-order a special Founders Edition for 60 bucks, and that includes the following bonuses, an exclusive Samurai Mask, exclusive Headrush and Fast Forward Outfits, over 100 cosmetic items, 1,000 tokens for the in-game store. Oh, okay. So that seems all right. You know, just play the free version if you want, and if you want all the extra stuff, pay money. That's how they should be done. You know what I mean? Like, fuck it. You know? What the hell? Diablo 4 talks about five explorable regions with over 150 dungeons. Yeah, that's really cool. I mean, like... In the original Diablo, it was just like you just kept going down and down and down and down into different layers of hell, right? 
in each layer was a different dungeon. Some of the layers in between were just like little explorative places. And then in Diablo 2, there was four regions. And then with the expansion pack, there was five. And then Diablo 3, I don't know. I never played. I heard it wasn't that good. But if Diablo 4 makes any, makes it anything like it's supposed to be, you know, like Diablo 2 or more, you know, who knows? I mean, I think it. I'm excited for it. If Blizzard gets their shit together before this game comes out, I will definitely support and pay money for it. Uh, but until then, I will not. Um, yeah, dude. Uh, okay, so The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 2, I already said it's been delayed, but I found the fucking thing. Delayed till spring 2023. So there you go. Uh, that sucks. Samurai Rabbit, the Usagi Chronicle CG animated series trailers, reveals April 28th premiere. Netflix and Dark Horse Comics unveiled a trailer for Samurai Rabbit, the Usagi Chronicles, um, based on Sinan Sakai's Usagi Yojimbo comics. Whoops. That was me playing the trailer. Uh, I watched it already. But yeah, freaking Usagi Yojimbo, man. Um, it's it's fully 3D animated, so it kind of looks like a kind of looks like a like a DreamWorks movie kind of DreamWorks show. It kind of, you know what the animation kind of reminds me of the the Kung Fu Panda TV series, which uh, does it's not that bad. It's actually pretty okay. It's Animal Face Johnson's being Samurais and Ninjas. So, uh, if you've never read any Usagi Yojimbo, highly recommend. Uh, they're a cool comic. They do they've done a couple of crossovers with Ninja Turtles, which is dope. So, yeah, dude. Uh, going to tabletop news, I don't really have any. Uh, Master Duel came out with um, another update, so it added a thousand more cards from uh, some later sets. It's about two. I think it's two sets behind what we have on paper. So like, Battle of Chaos just came out. It's two sets behind Battle of Chaos. I think it is. So, you know, people are going to be making new decks. It's going to change the format, obviously, a little bit. We'll see. Drytron is still really huge. Um, but yeah, Master Duel is super fun now. I took place, I did the, the Rarity Festival and got all my gems from that, so that was really fun. And, uh, yeah, Master Duel is still really fun. It's free. You should play it. Um, and then also, we are finally getting previews for the next Digimon set and, uh, uh, starter deck, which is really cool because this is the part of the card game, which, like, a lot of us saw beforehand, right, because Japanese, uh, players get it. Obviously, they get it before like months, months, and months before we do in America. So we saw how the cards work um, with Japanese players and stuff. But these are the this is the set in the starter deck that introduces uh, Jogress or DNA Digivolution, which is really cool. So like we talked about this on the newscast like probably months ago, but like you know you can you stack like a Lady Devimon on top of an Angelwoman and it digivolves into uh, Mastamon, which is like. It's, it's fine and everything, you know? Like, you can Digivolve Mastamon on its own, like, on just on top of a regular purple Digimon if you want, or, or a yellow by itself. But there's, like, bonuses if you DNA Digivolve, and that's kind of the point, right? So, like, pretty cool. Pretty cool. Uh, so I'm excited for that. I'm excited to get I'm excited to get a starter deck uh, with the Lady Devimon in it, because Lady Devimon's, like, she's one of my all-time favorites. Uh, Digimon. Also got a trailer for Top Gun 2 Maverick. Uh, not really excited about this. But, you know, Top Gun is a classic film, obviously. I am not as big a fan of it as other people are. You know, a lot of people think it's like the quintessential, like, you know, 80s kind of movie. Uh, whatever. I disagree. I think there are way better movies in the 80s than that. But, um, it's, 
it's kind of it might be another nostalgic cash grab. But uh, you know, people like Top Gun. There's a lot of longtime Top Gun fans, so Universal Studio unveils a new wave of anime attractions, uh, which like they've had in Japan for a long time. But I think they announced that this is coming in like to the West in twenty twenty three. So that's really cool. So anime section in Universal Studios. Um Bruce Willis has announced that he is stepping away from acting. Um, he was diagnosed with aphasia. Uh, his representation told all the fans. Uh, he'll be retiring from acting as the condition has affected his ability to communicate. Um, Travolta actually mentioned a story where Willis offered him tremendous praise. Fans were shocked and saddened by the news. Um, so I don't know. I, I don't. I've never known what aphasia was. I feel like I feel super ignorant and I I guess maybe it's because like, it's not a thing that's common or maybe it's more common than I think. And we just don't know. But anyway, I had to Google it. Um, it is a language disorder that affects a person's ability to communicate. It can occur suddenly after a stroke or head injury. Oh, okay. So would you say like the one Hector Salamanca, the guy who played Hector Salamanca in Breaking Bad, after he had like that that stroke or a heart attack or whatever he he suffered from that due to what happened to him um or develop slowly growing from a growing brain tumor or disease aphasia affects a person's ability to express and understand written and spoken language once the underlying cause is treated the main treatment for aphasia is speech therapy okay that makes sense and I, I guess i just never knew there was a fucking word for it but like the way they're making it seem with bruce willis is they make it seem like it just started happening, which I guess that's very possible, you know? Um, but I guess some like directors kind of came out in support of Bruce Wilson and said, you know, it, we had to shorten his scenes and shorten his lines on some of these latest movies because he could not do them or remember them and things like that. This is very sad. So like, if you guys are listening to this and you are happen to talk to me on discord, you know, post some of your favorite Bruce Willis scenes in the cinematography channel. I'd love to see those. Um, Because Bruce Willis obviously is a badass, and yeah, it's crazy. Um, Jim Carrey said he's retiring from acting. I've done enough, is what he says. So like, it's very clickbaity, right? This like this article like went everywhere, and people were like, "Oh, he's quitting," and he kind of he kind of said that. And what what sucks is that he said it on April first in an interview on April first. So like, some people are saying that he's probably just joking. Um, because I guess apparently Sonic 2, early critic reviews of Sonic 2 are like really good. And they said that Jim Carrey did really well in it. Um, but what he said was, um, on interview with Access Hollywood, um, well, I'm retiring probably I'm being fairly serious. Yeah. He admitted it depends if the angels bring some sort of script that's written in golding that says it's really going to be important for people to see. I might continue down the road, but I'm taking a break. I really like my quiet life, and I really love putting paint on canvas. I really love my spiritual life, and I feel like, and this is something that you might never hear another celebrity say as long as time exists, I have enough, I've done enough, I am enough. Which, like, if you look at Jim Carrey's career, right, I mean, (laughs) like, it's, you know, it's like Bruce Willis's is very long, right? So, like, I mean... Eh, I I, I kind of don't blame him. I know, I remember when, 
because he was Colonel Stars and Stripes on Kick Ass Two, which was like a which was two characters that they fused together because it was Lieutenant Stars and Colonel Stripes in the comic. Um, I remember when he did that movie, and the movie came out, and he didn't want to promote it because of the violence in the film, because the movie came out. The movie was coming out like a few months after the Sandy Hook incident and there are guns in the movie obviously and um you know it he was just like I don't want to promote a film with where there was a lot of use of guns and such and um which is like kind of like I get it right but like at the same time the character he played was very anti-gun you know what I mean so like um yeah it's weird I don't know um I think he's just started to become jaded with with like the industry and you know really tired obviously um but I don't blame him and again again he's had a really long career and uh I've had you know obviously I'm very excited to see Sonic 2 I've been saying that for the past 15 years but like yeah I don't know we'll see speaking of Sonic 2 uh their Fila is releasing exclusive Sonic sneakers which is super dope they look like the exact shoes he wears in the movie and which, like, if you know, those those shoes look like the ones he wears in the game. So, super dope. They're available on Fila's official website. They cost $110. Um, I know I have sneakerheads who listen to this. So, you know, uh, obviously, I mean, $110 is not bad for a pair of shoes, I think, considering there are Nikes out there that are $50 million. Um, but, yeah. Um, so... The Oscars happened, right? You guys know that, like, I think the Oscars are a fucking joke. Um, you know, I think they're, and I, I think, I still think they're a joke. Um, which is, which is funny because the movie that won Best Picture this year, I thought was really cool that it won. Um, which I haven't even seen it. Um, but the movie that won Best Picture was Coda. Um, and the reason why I think it's cool is because, like, the main the one of the main characters is like a is like a deaf actor and i think for like the deaf and disabled community that's really fucking cool so um but other than that yeah i think the oscars are um a, a joke i do appreciate that samuel L. jackson was finally given an honorary award um to honor extraordinary distinction and lifetime achievement about time that man got something from the academy because of his tenure in film also so um, but yeah, uh, as far as the Oscars go, especially the ones this year, like, you know, I'm sure some people want me to talk about Will Smith or whatever. My opinion is not needed on that. And I'm not going to talk about it. Everyone's heard about it by now and everyone has already said everything they wanted to say about it. So I'm just not going to say it. Um, that being said, I'm sure the Academy wanted to get relevant again this year and maybe not in that negative way, but now they're relevant again. Um, and this is just like, furthermore, like I think uh, I would just encourage other people to look at other award shows and just give your attention to all the other kinds of award shows that like give awards to the things that you like, like animated stuff, like the Annecy Festival or the Cannes Film Festival, things like that. You know what I mean? So uh, that being said, let's go into the anime news. Uh, Links.animesummit.net, by the way. Okay. Go there. 
and be square. Or no, be there or be, be, be go and be a circle or a trapezoid. That's where you'll find all the links, the Discord links. Where to listen, patreon.com slash anime summit. Would really appreciate it if you come through with that. That'd be sick. That being said, um, I do also want to say that this section of the newscast, and basically just the whole newscast, is also just dedicated to Hiro Matsuda, who passed away recently as well. He was 88 years old. He um, wrote scripts for a lot of anime and uh, live-action adaptations of anime. Um, uh, The live-action vampire television series based on Osama Tezuka's The Vampire, and he wrote scripts for Giant Robo, Graveyard of Honor, and a bunch of other stuff. And, uh, yeah, so this one's for him. Let's go. Uh, Made in Abyss Season 2, July premiere. Let's go, dude. Summer hype. Very excited for this. Um, I have not seen the movie. I heard the movie was super dope. Um, I don't i i heard the manga is really good and i kind of want to read it just because i've been waiting so long uh for the second season but i gotta watch the movie and so maybe we'll do a, a podcast on that that'd be, that'd be dope um book live suspends ranking of kings manga's english release for retranslation ebook publisher book live announced on thursday that it is suspending the distribution of english version of uh osama ranking ranking of kings because they're in the process of retranslating um, in the manga's first seven volumes in English, they were published in February 18th, but readers have pointed out typographical errors and inadequate translations. Customers who have already purchased the books in English will be able to re-download the, the retranslated version for free when to re-upload it. Yeah, I haven't read in the manga. I haven't read the manga, but I, I just finished watching the series. And again, we'll talk about it more when when um, we do our winter review. But hell yeah, dude. Ranking Kings was sick. Um Everyone should watch it and or read it. Uh, Kunihiko Bansuar Ikuhara's name change tied to Music Project Project. After a cryptic announcement that he was changing his name to Bansuar Ikuhara, the Utena and Penguin Drum director revealed he's participating in a new music project. Ikuhara is teaming up with bon- Bonjour Suzuki, um, who did the Yurikuma Arashi opening theme, and Elise Shoujo Shiki, indie band member Teiko, who did uh, Mai to form the group Teiko Bonbon. Ikuhara is serving as the group's music producer. Teiko will do the vocals, and Suzuki will direct the music. That is actually sick. That is dope. Um, the group's first album, Kimi no Seishin wa Kagayate Iruka, will be released on June 8th with two alternate album jackets with art by Kei Mochizuki. Dude, Kei Mochizuki, man. I don't know who this person is, but like these, these the art for this look very cool. I really like that. That's super cool. I'm gonna start following this person, Kemochizuki. Um, but yeah, very cool. Uh, Taiko will cover nine songs selected by Ikuhara with the theme of fighting girls. The track selection includes songs from Ashitono Joe, Godzilla vs. Hedora, Chojinki Metalder, Ultraman Z, Neon Genesis Evangelion. Uh, Mobile Suit Zeta Gundam, Revolution Girl Utena, and Soccer Wars. Wow. That is actually sick. What? When is this coming out again? I might have to buy How can I buy this? How do you pre-order? Let me pre-order this. 
The director made the revelation at midnight on March 31st in Japan, leading some fans to ask whether it was an early April Fool's joke. Um, Ikuhara has previously adopted pseudonyms in the past to represent his animation projects. Uh, okay. So, oh, okay, we'll release on June 8th. Okay. Man, I mean, that's exciting. I don't think it's a joke. I mean, it looks fucking cool. I, dude, that's super dope. I gotta, I'm gonna, I'm about to cop, about to cop that. Uh, Shueisha establishes Shueisha Games Company. The company already lists a number of games that Shueisha previously announced as supporting through a Shueisha Game Creators Camp project for indie developers. Um, which, like, that's really cool because uh, they also just announced, uh, which I think is being done by Bandai, actually. Um, but One Piece Odyssey, which is like an open world One Piece game. Very cool. So, yeah, dude. Shusha Games. <clears throat> Excuse me. Anime Nova Project gets TV special for training animators. The Anime Nova Project, uh, a program designed to train animators, will have a television special titled Anime Nova Project U20 Anime Grand Prix on TV Tokyo on March 31st. Uh, so, already premiered. The new animators participating in the program include Shuhei Ogane and Teru Tohara in the director category, and uh, Kotaro Shibata and Yura Fujimoto in the character design category, Eisuke Amano and Kurumi Kawai in the screenplay category. So yeah, very cool, very cool. I'm going to follow these people, Kotaro Shibata and Yura Fujimoto, um, because they might have some sick artwork, man. They have some sick artwork, bruh. I'm going to follow them. That's really cool. I always like those animator training, you know, anime studio training things. It's always super cool to see, like, because then you'll never know what kind of new stuff we'll get from new, fresh minds and not old minds like myself since I'm 50 years old. Uh, Crunchyroll Expo expands to Australia with events in Melbourne, which is super dope, right? Because Australia, obviously, like, they're kind of, you know, far off and it's hard to get things to go over there and happen over there. So that's super dope. It'll take place September 17th to the 18th. So any Australian listeners that I have, um, which I don't know how many there is, um, if there are any, um, shout out to you guys, and hopefully you guys can have fun at the Crunchyroll Expo in September. And I'll be sure to remind everyone again uh, when that when that gets closer. Call of the Night Vampire casts Yumi, Yumiri Hanemori. This is, I think this is summer, summer hype for you. Uh, but yeah, we, I mentioned this one probably a month or so ago. Um, we got some new visuals and new, new, uh, character, um, reveals on it. Um, but Nanakusa is a vampire that's okay with human Ko. He wants to be one too, but transformation doesn't come that easy. When Nazuna invites Ko to spend the night at her place in an abandoned building, he's stoked. But when he awakens to kisses on his neck with a little too much bite to them, um, yeah, dude, it's like a vampire story. It's supposed to be really cute. Uh, the main character is super cute, I think. Um, yeah, dude, that's gonna be cool. Tonari no Yokai-san manga listed with Anime Project. Um, Amazon's listing on the fourth volume. Manga features a cover image that lists that plans for an anime adaptation are underway. The manga takes place in a rural town and tells stories of the carefree, heartwarming, and sometimes mysterious lives of yokai. Humans and gods who live alongside each other in the town. Um, in the manga's first story, a 20-year-old cat named Buccio suddenly evolves into a mythical necromotic creature. 
Buccio worries that the reason why they suddenly turned into yokai creature and together with a transforming fox named Yuri, they start attending a Bake Gaku Academy for Creatures. Yeah, this looks super cute. Uh, there's like a Griffin Face Johnson guy standing on two legs. And then you have the, I think this is Buccio, Cat Face, Cat Face standing. Uh, Gundam, the Witch from Mercury anime reveals first female hero in the main series. Uh, yeah, this is really cool. This is the first time where the main character who pilots the Gundam is uh, a, a woman or a femme. So it's really sick. Um, these new mobile suit designs are really dope. And I think we're getting a model kit of this of these these first like main suits which I plan on getting all of them because I think they look super sick honestly um I like that they kind of continued with that that kind of narrow torso like look that they got from the Barbatos Gundam um but yeah I'm excited for this so much I'm very excited from Witch from Mercury I hope that it's better than IBO um Bandai Namco described the prequel as a full-fledged project that will feature its own story and mobile suits, including the Gundam Elfrith and the Bigir the Bigir Bow Bigir Boo Bigir Boo. I don't know how you say that Bigir Bow. They always have weird names for their their shit. Um, the Gundam Factory Yokohama. Uh. Uh. They're unveiling a life-size Freedom Gundam statue in Shanghai. Um, the project will debut in the events in Japan around the world at a later date. High-grade 144-scale models of the three newly revealed mobile suits are already in production. So, yeah, very excited for that. I'm going to be copying all three of those. This series will be the first brand-new television anime series in the franchise since Iron-Blooded Orphans. Um, very cool. Very excited for Witch from Mercury. Jujutsu Kaisen manga to have 65 million copies in circulation as of April 4th. That makes a lot of sense because Jujutsu Kaisen is dope. Dope as, dope as fuck. You guys should read Jujutsu Kaisen. Um, so, speaking of the Oscars, <laughs> I guess Jamie Lee Curtis was on the red carpet doing interviews and stuff. And they were... I'm not sure which interviewer. I'm trying to find the name of the interviewer. Um... So I can give credit to that interviewer. Uh, let's see. Hold on. Uh, TikTok red carpet host Emily Uribe and Juju Green. Um, those are the interviewers, and they had they were doing it live on TikTok. So like, yeah. Um, she said, um, that she has a vested interest in appearing in the live action One Piece. And would like to play the role of Kureha in a hypothetical second season. Um, she said, "My daughter Ruby said that that would be the what I would play." Um, Curtis's daughter Ruby Guest appeared on the One Piece podcast last year. A listener suggested the role for a guest mother. The guest responded, "My mom loves Kureha. I would one hundred percent for be for it." And I honestly, since Netflix is doing a live ad action adaptation, I would highly recommend her to pull some strings and see if she can. I know my mom is 100% for it. And clearly she is because she fucking told um, the interviewers that she would love to do that. So that is dope. That is very cool. I don't know the character. I have not started reading One Piece yet. I'm going to start soon. Um, but yeah. Baki Hanma anime season two trailer highlights Pickle. 
The trailer focuses on the new fighter Pickle, a warrior from a bygone primitive age. He's like this, he's like this beast, long-haired caveman Johnson. And then the main <clears throat> son of ogre Baki Hanma. Uh, there's a fucking praying mantis guy that he fights. What the fuck is happening in this show? <laughs> fucking mantis face Johnson. It looks like it look actually looks like Johnson, but a praying mantis. That's crazy. Y'all are crazy. Uh, Comix Manga Hot Service publishes Tsukasa Hojo's City Hunter manga in English. If you've never heard of City Hunter, um, Rayo Saiba, a.k.a. the City Hunter, is, he's kind of like, um, he's not really a, he's kind of like a private agent or a private investigator, kind of. They call him the City the city Hunter, but, like, you can contract him to do anything. Like, oh, hey, like, hey, can you be a bodyguard for this? Can you do contract killing? And he'll do it, right? Um... He's kind of a womanizer. Um, it, it's it's a really kind of a classic, classic thing. And actually, Jackie Chan did a movie, a live action adaptation of it, which is hilarious. Where he played Rio. Um, it's actually a sick movie, by the way. It's it's where the famous um, Jackie Chan dressing up as Chun Li scene happens. Um, yeah, so it, it's that's a cool movie. Uh, that I've seen a lot of the OVAs. Um, and some of the first series. Um, but yeah, I think the original first series is like fifty some episodes. I don't think I watched all of it, but I did see point three five seven Magnum, and what was that one? Goodbye, my darling. I think it was or or so long, Rio Saiba or something like that. I think I saw seen that one on DVD. I think I have like a bootleg DVD of it. Anyway, City Hunter is really cool. You all should watch it or read it. I'm I'm definitely gonna read it because I definitely wanna. Get the OG. Um, let's see. New Jersey's Anime Next cancels 2022 event due to issues with Convention Center. The staff of New Jersey-based anime convention Anime Next announced on Wednesday that it's calling off all public-facing attractions of Anime Next in 2022, which includes the in-person convention. They're canceling the event because of issues with the Atlantic City Convention Center, which the convention had been using since 2016. Um, the staff stated that the convention center is raising all prices that the event pays by 40 to 70% because anime next has not occurred at the center in two years. Um, the center does not require masks. So anime next cannot enforce policies regarding the new coronavirus disease. The nearby orange loop rock festival event is also occurring during the same weekend. And the center did not inform anime next staff of the festival or of other necessary items. So, yeah, I don't know. That's uh, that's a shame. It's always a shame when events get canceled. I'm sure that was like a big convention over there for the people up in the north uh, northeast. But, uh, yeah, more details on that hopefully soon. Uh, new Tony Kawa Over the Moon uh, episode anime announces summer streaming. Uh, the official website for Tony Kawa Over the Moon. Uh, the new episode is titled Seifuku. And the video announces the episode's summer streaming as well as the returning cast and staff. Yeah, super cute. I love Tony Kawa. Tony, uh, Tony Kawa. It's a very, very cute anime. Uh, Maori Penguin Drum's remake movie could solve the anime's biggest problem, which was the pacing. Uh, yeah, this movie, there's already a trailer out for this. 
it's supposed to be kind of like a retell of the 24-episode anime. Its runtime will be much shorter, obviously, than 24-episode anime. Um, there was kind of an odd pacing to it, and I kind of... That kind of took me out of it a little bit, and I really want to rewatch it. At least watch this movie so I can get a, a more clear understanding of the show. Uh, because I still feel like I didn't. So, I am a big fan of Ikuhara. So, yeah, we'll see. Um, and probably the biggest piece of news, Attack on Titan final season anime conclusion to air in 2023. <laughs> so first they said, this is the final season. Then they said, there's going to be a part two to the final season. And then if for anyone who watched the last episode, um, the latest episode, uh, in our anime only, I'll tell you right now, that was not the end. <laughs> like, um, I have, so I've read all the manga and, um, for those of you who have read the manga, you'll know obviously too. But yeah, for those of you who are anime only, yeah, no, that is, if you can't tell, which I'm sure you can, that is clearly not the end. I, I very, I feel like who did I talk to? I think I was, I think it was when I was on the anime brothers on this last episode, which you should go listen to, by the way, I was on there talking about Mecca. I think we talked about that. We were like, wait, there's no way. Like, there's no way that can be the end, right? Um, apparently, part three is going to be like, some people are saying it's going to be a short movie, uh, like a, a TV special where it's like an hour long or whatever, which honestly, where it ended, you could probably get away with two or three more episodes, a.k.a. a movie or a short TV special, you know, maybe an hour long um, but yeah, there's, I was like, there's no way there's only one more episode coming and this is where they are. That makes no sense. So yeah, that's, <laughs> it's just like, they clearly didn't plan properly. And, and I don't know all the ins and outs of the details. I'm sure a couple of years from now, we're going to get, we're going to get people coming out, like people who worked on it coming out and saying that was a fucking nightmare. You know, and that sucks, honestly. Um, so I feel for all the staff at MAPPA. I feel for all the staff at MAPPA anyway. But, you know, there you go. That being said, uh, thanks for listening. I love you guys very much. Uh, again, if I missed anything, please let me know. Um, I feel like I'm missing stuff every damn week, and I just hate it. I hate that because then I'll be like, God, why didn't I fucking say this? And I get mad at myself. Uh, that being said, though, I love you guys very much. Thank you for continuing to support and listen to us every week and um, listen to the newscasts every week. I really appreciate it. I love doing the newscasts. They're very fun. So that's why I keep doing them. I feel like even if you guys didn't listen to them, I'd still keep doing them. So, um, but yeah, anyway, thank you. Um, that being said, I've been Sam and this has been the anime summit newscast. <laughs>